You're listening to the Frame 100 Podcast, a show by Brick Filmers for Brick Filmers. And welcome to the Frame 100 Podcast, brought to you by animators who could probably be animating right now, but aren't. Today is June 8th, 2020, and this is Season 1, Episode 2 of the show. I'm Chris, known as Goldbrick Productions, here with Jared, a.k.a. Dudebrick. How's it going, Jared? What up? What up? What up? He's back! I'm back! Next time. Next. With Trevor, a.k.a. Suited Ninja Nerd Studios. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Got Sam, a.k.a. Locker74 Productions. I have a cosmic brownie. And Marcus, a.k.a. Brick Hat Studios. Hello there. Let's go, Marcus! Dad, <laughs> we, we got the full crew. It took one episode to get there, but we have the full crew. To somehow. be fair, Jared's got a like a big boy job, so we can't really blame him. That's not true. I'm still part time. <laughs> oh, you're the, you're the most people. adult out of all of us. He's also getting. No, he's also engaged. So like, I mean, you have a job. You have a place to live. I can't even tell you what that's I made not for true. breakfast. I live this at home. Just like me, I that live at home. It still works too. though. <laughs> I'm just trying to live life. Uh, you, you have insurance or something? I don't know. <laughs> don't we all? But uh, this isn't the. I have. <laughs> this isn't the insurance 100 podcast. <laughs> This okay, episode is actually like just already... us delving into Jer- every in and out of Jared's daily life. So what 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 have y'all? What time out? do you poop in the morning? <laughs> Too much. Um, we're gonna move on. Not uh, in the morning. <laughs> it's more like the afternoons. <laughs> Thank you. I love how we answered that. We we've that. derailed ourselves, and we're not even like two minutes in. This is great. That's okay. Wow. We have. This is what the podcast mm-hmm, should yeah. be. We have to completely rework the title of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> It's. I don't like where this is going, guys. No. Let's call it. Let's catch up with Jared. We already have. Let's and catch up. Habits. Let's catch. Let's well, let's catch up. Part two. <laughs> Quotations. With with Jared. Jared. I mean, I can. I can change the other title. I'm not worried. No, no, no need. It's too late now. This is already in the future. This is so anachronistic. All right, we went off way too far. Let's. Yeah. Speaking of real events and not ones we're just making up, quarantine days. Yeah, that's a thing. I would sing the theme song, but nobody wants that. No. It's, it's a, a good song. It is a good song. It slaps. Did you oh, hire God. someone to do that? I need to Yep. Yeah, I need I to give so. credit where credit is due. Give me one second while I look it up, but I know Zach did and uh so we're talking about quarantine days, which was organized by the wonderful and Ever amazing, Mr. Zach Macias of Mind Game Studios, um, who has put this really great collaboration together between just a bunch of brick filmers that were really bored and have had nothing to do for months on end. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm trying to now find the. Uh... Can we while while Trev looks for that? Can we talk about the intro? Oh, yeah, so good. The that facial animation. Is I know. Just, I watched uh, out of the park. I watched some of his Twitch streams while he's working on it. And he worked a lot on those facial animations. Oh, you could, yeah, you could tell he he was. We also for a shared. While. We also shared our love for Blade Runner. We bonded. <laughs> oh, you're, you're all best friends now. Wait, uh, so that's besties. how you bribed him to be in the first episode. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I found it. The music was provided by Rysender, uh, who can oh. be found on very good, very good Instagram. It's actually a really catchy song. I caught myself at work singing it today. Oh, yeah. It's very catchy. Um, 
I th- I think when I was first listening to it, when I first watched the first episode, I was like, oh, what is this stock footage song? That sounds pretty good. And then it was like, it said Quarantine Days at the end. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. This I don't remember the song ever being made. actually stock footage. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got, it's got good production value for the beginning. Really thought the whole thing, I really, he, I know he wanted to shoot for a robot chicken vibe. And I think he, he got it. I think it works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it shows it shows how much work actually Zach put into it instead of just you know sending it an Instagram post out and just collecting yeah. emails. It was a lot more behind it collaborative effort with yeah. him and other people, I yeah. guess. I mean, you and seen... let's not forget the fact that this was supposed to be just one episode, and now it's literally six of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what did he... I mean, how long are uh, each episode? Uh, it's about like fifteen, 15 minutes. minutes. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. So there's like four of them, so that's nearly like an hour long, 45 minutes. Well, there's supposed to be six released in total. Uh, Currently, at at the current date, we've had uh, four of them that have released. Um, So, Mm. yeah. But it's, uh, I know at the end of every video, it says there's 134 animators from 16 countries across six continents that were able to contribute to the event, which is insane. Like, it's probably one of the biggest uh, collaborations to come together in terms of just getting this sheer amount of like the sheer massive amount of brick filmers together which is great yeah i don't i don't know the exact number of like brick film day of last of this year or uh, that's right yeah year. um i think it was probably around the same mm-hmm. number maybe um so i think both of these events have been just incredible to bring the community together and especially people who are really unknown and people who are just trying to you know, raise their skill levels up, I guess. But it's nice to see some low-level animators come out of the woodworks yeah. to present. It's their a stuff. good, and uh, also some entirely. Oh, go ahead, Sam. I'm interrupting. It's you. a good look into the future, so that way we know that if like we stop doing it, there's still going to be brick film animations out there. So I think that's good. Did too. Sam just confirm he's going to stop brick filming? After Ace Brickman, I'm done, baby. <laughs> oh no you're not I'm retired I'm gonna march right over to your house and we're gonna get a sequel it's my magnum opus after episode 10 of Ace Brickman we done we done with animation here, here, here's the here's the idea I, let me pitch it to you Sam here's, oh, here's the idea Ace Brickman retires after episode 10 or he dies one of the two <laughs> the detective who takes his place his name is Jeff Spades <laughs> Detective Jeff oh Spades. Oh my <laughs> lord! The With sequel. his partner uh, Bobby Clubs. <laughs> Taking down the daffodil. Jared, spilled all. Don't give people ideas. <laughs> Don't give me ideas. I didn't see that one coming. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I mean, You're welcome if it's a knockoff, then it has to be animated in Lepin. Oh god! Just throwing it out oh, there. Oh yes, I absolutely. Re- I, no, I refuse. I'll keep animating if anybody tries to do it in in Leppin. Everyone's like, I'm gonna do animation <laughs> in Leppin. Sam, Sam's gonna do it. Sam's gonna do it so that uh, he technically like still owns the trademark to Ace Brickman and whichever characters might reciprocate out of that said series. Uh, <laughs> because knockoffs. No, you, you know what I should do? Oh no, I know exactly I what should... you're thinking. Trademark it. Oh, you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Ace Brickman, two free sandwiches. sandwiches. Oh. But see, I sit on it. I keep it in reserves. And then when mm. Sam says, I'm retired. Chris, I, please don't. I slap that baby. I make it public. And suddenly Sam has to brick film again. Yep. You got to add a deal to die for Mark 3. 
That, that is true, but a deal to die for part no. one needs to come out first. Otherwise, the audience is going to ask why there's a trilogy when there's only two of them. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, I don't normally hold friends hostage like this, but Sam, you leave me no choice. Let's <laughs> let's get away from me not animating because that's not what this episode is about. <laughs> let's stop. Let's have Chris stop giving me ideas for future episodes. Let's focus mm. on quarantine days. Yay! We, we could do that. That is a good idea. That. that was a we good could. transition, wasn't it? I tried my best. You. Hey, it only took a year of us to practice that, right? <laughs> We're not talking over each other anymore. That's an understatement. Oh but yeah. I've gotten better at that. But yeah, quarantine so, days. It's uh, it's a thing. Go ahead, Chris. So the three of us did animation, if I recall correctly. Jared, you were busy wowing the people over at Star Wars. Marcus, you were finishing up school. So, we just had the three uh, three fifths of us uh, put something into this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm trying to do the math here, and I, I keep getting it wrong. <laughs> let me let, let me let me then ask: How was each of your experiences with creating your quarantine days? Mm. That was a, fun. That's a good question. Let's go. Let's go, yeah, Trev. First, okay. Um, I'll, well, I'll so I, I, from the outset, I, I said to myself, I was going to make quarantine days video. Um, we're getting a couple days before the deadline and I hadn't made anything yet. And so because of, at the time, because of, of the, the state that I was in, because I had still been finishing up school, uh, for the semester, finishing up for the year, uh, I was very very slow to getting around to it so uh i i was i was actually bribed uh by a certain person who may or may not be sitting in this chat call with us uh during this podcast (coughs) marcus um yeah (laughs) yes it was marcus (laughs) no um yeah chris uh chris made a little bet with me um, what was the date? Was it, I think it was the 28th of May and like the deadline was June 1st, if I'm not mistaken or no. Um, yeah, 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 yeah something, something like, like that. that. Um, so yeah, uh, I was tasked with making my quarantine days episode in, in a day. So I woke up at like probably 10, which is about the regular time I've been waking up most days because time is irrelevant these days. It's just a construct. Um, and I just spent the whole day animating it. It was very quick and easy. I had one set to build. I had uh, not very many lines to do, not a ton of shots and setups. Um, but yeah, it was fun putting it together. Um, and w- which one was yours? And what uh, episode? Mine episode? has not actually released yet. Uh, I. Yeah, oh. I I have yet to see mine. Um, Exciting. So yeah, we'll see about that. Suspense. Now, now let's go to Sam on this question. Sam, how was your? It experience? was good. I uh, I took Doctor Scar, and I put him in a spinoff of uh, Vice Squad or no Miami Vice. I'm a Spice Squad. Vice Squad. <laughs> what it's called? I did a movie spoof. <laughs> I did a I did a movie spoof because I, I always. I always have a rule with uh, Doctor Scar. He has to. He's the only person. He's like the Deadpool of like uh, of my channel. He knows he's in an animation. Only he know knows. Nobody else that knows. Comparison. What? I mean, it's a true yeah. comparison. It's true. It's just very stark. It's very. He's different. the only one that knows. So I thought, what would be funny is if they put it in a trailer 
and everybody thought it was super serious. And then there's Dr. Scar just like, ah, are we in a trailer? Oh my God. <laughs> and actually, actually, I did help Sam edit yeah. that. So technically I did participate. Yeah, in I also that. helped do some, oh, uh, some voice work for him. He did. He did one line. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually did. did the... Okay. Okay. He actually... Uh, okay. Trevor okay. actually did on my channel. I released the longer version of it. So he actually did the logo for uh, Fight oh, Squad yeah. in the trailer. Uh, I forgot so I about give, that too. I got to give him props there. But no, it was fun. It was fun to have... I actually had uh, Zach voice Nathan Croquette. <laughs> Oh, your name yeah. is Nathan Croquette, because the original character's name is uh, James Crockett. I think that's what his name is in the in Miami Vice. <laughs> oh. So I named it uh, Nathan Croquette. Yeah. Uh, and it was fun. He really enjoyed voicing the character, and uh, I, I I had a lot of fun just trying to think of quirky stuff for him to do, for Doctor Scar and him to say. And yeah, Jared did some of the sound editing because. I do not like sound editing. It's my least favorite part of brick filming. Shame. Shame. I don't like it. Yeah, it's one it's of my favorite fun. parts. Well, you guys are nerds. So yeah, like let's move on. Mm. Well, uh, Vice Squad 47, this time it's only kind of personal. It's the third film in the first episode of Quarantine Days. Go check it out now. Now, Chris, yours just came out today, I'm pretty sure. Is that right? Oh, it was or actually the last episode. The last episode. Rip. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about yours for a second. How was your experience? I was pretty good. I remember uh, at first I had about a bajillion ideas. Sam made it easier by taking my number one, someone to my number two. Yes. I'm kidding. <laughs> I think uh, I had the idea for some sort of like buddy cop uh, movie or something. And then Sam said, oh, well, that's mine. I'm like, well, I have no idea what I'm doing, so I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a plagiarist. Sorry about that, Chris. And so I decided to do an in infomercial. I mean, every now and again I like to plagiarize, but usually plagiarizing friends just makes it really awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then I just went ahead and made a uh, infomercial for the Blendtastic 3000. No. It's just a stupid design <laughs> I made. Starring yeah, Trev. Trev. Trev voiced the client who was just dead inside. Ooh. I think he was actually dead inside. That, that wasn't acting. I was very dead inside. Trevor. Let's be real. I feel like I've helped you guys out on all of your episodes way more than I focused on mine myself. <laughs> I, I, mean, I haven't seen your so you I'm, did. I'm really excited to see it. You yeah, did start nobody, two days nobody's... before the deadline, so we yeah, I, I had to bribe you. So yeah, but, uh, but did you savor that pizza though? Oh God, it was. I mean, it, it was, was worth it. It had to be yeah. right. It made him go poop it was a lot. Very worth it. I was gonna save this for my behind the scenes video, but okay, we're, we, we've we've just revealed it anyway. I mean, you might as well. Who cares? And that that video might be out before this podcast. Yeah, yeah. it's a possibility. <laughs> upload it. Yeah. As of this point, so you, four you of them have released, and I, I was on number three. We already mentioned Sam was on number one. Mm -hmm. So there's a possibility that one or two of them may have fully released. And once quarantine days is done, like Sam, I have a longer cut of my video on my channel. If you want to go check it out and give me some money so uh, I could buy a pony yes. through the YouTube subscription program. Release the major oh, cut. Oh, oh, no. No. I already released it. No. <laughs> Let's start that. Release the going. major cut. Release the major cut. Technically, the major cut has a giraffe, so now you have to watch it. <laughs> oh, guaranteed watch. Uh, what was that? Rele hashtag release the major cut. Are you live tweeting during no. this podcast? 
This is he's live tweeting during this podcast, isn't this, he? This, this is this is poor showmanship. There you go. We I have feel to be... like for for Trev to be in a terrible infomercial, he has to be the method actor and just be dead inside while the whole time saying his no. lines. Trev Trev is the oh, what's that actor's name? I cannot remember. He's the most method actor in the world. Like, Heath Ledger. Oh, shoot, is Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> He's the Daniel Day Lewis of voice actors. Yeah, John sell mattresses. Just. Well, that implies he, he was acting. I think for that entire week, we had been posting the same uh, three jokes over and over again about a certain release. He was dead inside. <laughs> oh, he was very. I'm it's been it's inside. been nonstop for about, about a year. Yeah. Like we literally dug mm-hmm. his grave. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't Pretty even. Much, I wasn't know. even given the option to dig it myself. It's quite a travesty. I'm, sometimes I refresh Discord because I think his webcam's frozen, but no, he's just actually just sitting there dead inside. Mm-hmm. It happens. Oh. Oh wow! Yeah. I just see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> you just refresh, refresh the webcam just to prove me wrong. God. Yes. Anyway, well, I, I hope you enjoyed your pizza bribe in the end, and we'll see your entry in the next one or the one after. Yeah. Actually, does it, Zach tell you which one you're in? I have no clue. I mean, that's you, that's kind of the fun of uh, the way that Zach organized this is nobody really knows when their video was releasing, so. Well, I think you can you email know, them. Ask it was, him. I kind I kind of find. That I like exciting. it. Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, it, it, I know that he was definitely getting nagged uh, by a number of people about you know when's my episode showing up, like blah 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 blah. Um, I think I don't. I think it's just people being really yeah, excited to yeah. see their project being released by a, a big known mm-hmm. brick filmer in the community. You know, I think it's just excitement taking over, and not yeah. like yeah, necessarily it's negative nag to it. Probably but, a yeah. Mix and of also, both. like then, then again, imagine like how like how many people he had to message back. It's like, oh, this is your number. Oh yeah, it was over a hundred and thirty yeah. people. So like, I so I can understand where things. Yeah, there were 130. What did I say? Excuse me. It was like 136 videos or animators, Um, at least. Okay, so so out of those entries, uh, let's go episode. Which was your guys' favorite episode so far? Hmm. Um, I mean, I've been a pretty, I've been a pretty big fan of episode four, uh, the stand-up comedy uh, episode. I agree. I mean, comedy is just my forte, so it's it's I, kind of the the boat I drifted towards. I actually kind of like episode three. I like the the interview with uh, Bigfoot. You mean Sasquatch? Whatever. My favorite. I think my favorite. <laughs> I thought it was Bobfoot. I, yeah, say I think my favorite joke of the whole thing was like. Are you okay with being called Bigfoot, or would you like to be called Sasquatch? Actually, my name is Bob. I think that, for some reason, that just made me giggle so much. And uh, But yeah, I think I kind of like episode three a little bit better. Because ep- episode four was fun. They're all good. I just like episode three a little bit better. I think, the, I think the one joke for me in episode four is the stand-up comedian where he, he gives a Thor Ragnarok joke. He's like, you ever seen Thor Ragnarok? It was like it was hella lit or something like that, and it, and it made me it made me spit my drink first for a second. I was like, that is so stupid, but I quite enjoy that. And he's he's, he's like stand up comedian, just to absolute nobody in chairs, and it's just somewhat comedy gold. Somewhat comedy that. gold. It's like so bad, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for my favorite episode, it'd probably be the first episode, just because like 
I like the way he curated like each film and mm-hmm. the order, and also like the pacing of like, or not the pacing. I guess like yeah, no, the pacing of the mood in each video. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. the first three, where it like kind of shows you. I mean, even though it says in the title of the episode, it's like Lego Robot Chicken. It was like one of the first of its kind, and you got to like be really on point with the first three of the show or of the program. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just kind of keep the momentum going. Exactly. I guess yeah. start it up more accurately so you can keep it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There were like a ton of moments where I got several laughs. They were all scattered. I think the comedy night one was probably my favorite because the comedy sketch was so good. There's a lot of other kind of little funny moments. Mm-hmm. I have to say a lot of the ones in the Star Wars special. This is gonna sound kind of mean, but I was sort of expecting, you know. A bunch of you know ten year olds with clone troopers. I've seen many of those films across, you know, when I was an admin back at Bricker Brack or in contests and stuff or various events, and it gets really old. But these ones were really well done. Probably some of the best production wise, and especially with the VFX. So I was quite happy yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of like good. Like, I mean, maybe the animation is not like stellar. But a lot of the, the editing and VFX has really caught my eye. Yeah, it's it's amazing to see. I guess I guess when since there's like more free software out there and more YouTube tutorials, that a lot more kids and a lot more young teenagers are actually like paying attention to those tutorials and actually practicing their skills, which is really nice to see and totally different in 2020 rather than you know like 2012 or something like mm-hmm. that. So absolutely, it, it's cool to see more more teenagers and young brick filmers kind of. Uh, take an extra step when it comes to their VFX. Um, but now it's time for them to take an extra step in their animation <laughs> and to get better at that. And then you combine those two things, and that's a great Chef's first kiss. film right there. You're a Magni- magnifique. Papa Jared yeah. Bless. Papa. Papa, Papa Jared, Jared Bless. Bless. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess move, moving on from quarantine days, I think we, we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, some films that have released in the time that the show has been off the air, which, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the last episode we released for the show was last April. So it's been, it's been over, it's been over wrong. a year. Oh, I'm wrong. Uh, well, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you are. Yeah, I, I'm it's been pretty... way too long. We've been gone. A lot of films have released. Yeah. yeah. So we, we were we were we were gonna kind of just uh, blurt out some random uh, any like random episodes we uh, were able to think of. Um, I know the the one that probably comes to most people's minds uh, at the moment would be "Welcome to Darkmoor" by Mr. Harrison yeah. Allen of Annoying Noises Productions. Um, I never heard of it. Yeah. No. It's it's, it's very niche. <laughs> I, it's uh, it's one of those underground brick films, as Chris it's, it's, would say. It's, it's a small little indie film that came out. <laughs> it's like Star Wars. Uh, kind of sh- shot weird. It's in some sort of black and white filter. You know, very unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've we've invented color, guys. Let's use it. <laughs> oh no, Chris, just wait, just wait. There is color. There's red in it. What? In case that's my you know, favorite color. You're not red. You're you're red colorblind or anything, but here's a question: if if you're red colorblind. So is that the whole film black and white to you? It has to be, yeah. right? 
Or no, air, yeah, no. no. I guess it depends on what you see red as. If it's like red green, well, you see something that's not black and white, but you just can't tell them apart. Oh my gosh! You're I, actually, I feel me. like <laughs> I feel like red plays a key part in the story. If you don't see that red, does it take away from the story? Uh, okay, so I, I don't know how to handle this. Yeah. I, I we have to ask, ask Harrison because I I don't know I don't have the answer. Okay, I'm half tempted to Google this. Oh my god! Right. Anyway, anyway, blindness. Yes. Um, <laughs> cover cover for me. Dark Moor was a very interesting. When I watched it, I think I watched it at work. Be cool. We cool, Canocla. Um. Uh, we watched it. I watched it at work, and I just remember I watched it like three times in a row. Just because the the lighting and the color uh, red with the gray back or red sorry hang on <laughs> my bad um, oh my the God. red accents with the uh, black and white it stood out to me and I wanted to figure out how we could do it and to this day I still don't really know I know Sebastian knows but he's taking it to his grave like a good person should <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was really good. The builds were pretty good. The animation was good. So it's crazy that it came out eight months ago. It feels like it came out like two months ago. Wait, it came yeah. out eight months um, ago? What? If, if, if for some reason I feel like we reviewed it, I don't I don't know why I say it, that. Yeah. Oh, I know why. Because we live streamed the uh, Brick Filmer Guild Award. Brick Film Guild Award. Brick Guild Filmers Guild Awards. Awards. Oh, yeah. yes. And we talked. And we talked about yeah. it. So, so that's probably why I feel like we were... So technically, we did have a podcast before then. That's true. Yeah, that would have like been a, yeah. a live three event. months ago. So, kind of, sort of. You can find I, that I, episode I on YouTube, like by the way, on our YouTube channel at Frame 100 Podcast. Um, Shameless plug. Yeah, I, I mean, Darkmoor is a great oh, film. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, there's not much more yeah, to say. I, it's, it's a wonderful... I think considering that uh, Harrison Allen spent... Uh, five years. I believe five that was years. the amount of time he said he's been working on it. It's. I mean, that's Yo, insane. Yo, he spent five years. That's that's pretty wild. Oh yeah, yeah. like that's true. for you know to be able to continue working on something for such an extended period of time like that. Like I know everybody here keeps giving me crap about how I've spent over a year and a half working on <laughs> a deal to die for, but. It, it takes it does take a, it definitely takes a lot to uh, have enough energy to keep working on a project, um, especially when you can't work on it all at once per se. Because um, you know, I'm sure that Harrison has a life outside of brick filming, so you know you have actual responsibilities and things to take care of, and brick filming is not always at the epicenter of your responsibilities, so. The fact that he was able to stick with it for that long That's right. is really impressive. Um, you know, it looks gorgeous. Like every 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 frame a painting. Uh, <laughs> all one hundred frames. There's actually way more than that. Why? What am I? Who am I kidding? Um, I don't really know where to go from here. But other than just to end off yeah. uh, on, it's a great film. I mean, what what's what's a film you have seen, Trev? What's another film that you've seen in the past? Like another film I've so. seen in the past eight months. Um, hmm. I guess Punch Drunk Love. I don't know. That's one of the first ones that comes to mind. Oh, oh. I know well, who that was this a great film. This isn't a well, movie podcast. It could be. It's a I don't know. Um, I mean, that's yeah. Like, I can't really think of much. Um, you know, 
because it, it was kind of like I, I feel like for the past couple of years so far we, we've had these very very big very hyped up film releases um so now 2018 everybody is going to be re- everyone's going to regard 2018 as the year that the cleaners came out 2019 is the year of Darkmoor. um 2020 is the year of ace hyped. brickman episode three no, um, I, I think we've had Ooh, yet to see. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I said that so like assertively. I'm, I did not mean it that way. <laughs> um, but we, we we have yet to see one of those films for 2020. Um, I don't really know what it's going right. to be. <laughs> I'm going to say this, and not because I'm kissing butts, but I think Ace Brickman Episode 3 could be that one. God. I'm not going to spoil things, of course, because it's a live podcast, but there's some elements there. They're going to really catch the attention of people who brick film in certain niches, shall we say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to blow up. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you if you talk any more about Sam's brick film, it's going to go to his head and it's going to explode. My head's already big enough. Uh, phys- <laughs> physics or a... Top oof. God, I can't talk. Um, anyway, so... I, I guess... Some other good films. Well, okay, so I was going to talk about... I just thought about this. Um... I've kind of been following a channel. Uh, actually, uh, Star Wars Studios 100 turned me on to it. It's the uh, uh, DJ Brick Productions. He does, like, war scenarios. Like, he did mm. D-Day, and he did Battle of the Bulge. Um, the animation's really good. Uh, the, I mean... Sorry. Um, the, the, it gave me a lot of ideas for, like, future episodes of Episode 3. Or, uh, Episode 3 of Ace Brickman to where I can do like certain types of animation. So like how to do running cycles, stuff like that, set design. Um, it's been a really good channel to follow. I, I've only started following them like two months ago, three months ago, but it's really good. And yeah. it's really good war uh, war animation. And I know that's not a lot, a lot of people's cup of tea, but he did D-Day, which is really good. <laughs> And then he did Battle of the Bulge, which was really good. He incorporated uh, some actual live action uh, effects in it. So like when the tank blew up, he actually like recorded the tank of him flipping like the turret off of it and then just took it out in post and then just like slowed it hmm. down. Uh, it's really That's interesting. Awesome. But I, I thought would... you were going to say that he actually blew up the tank. I'm like, no, not <laughs> don't ruin bricks like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably what I'm going to do for one of my episodes of Ace Brickman. But, uh, oh, you better not destroy any Lego or I will take it. From oh, you. too okay, late, my really friend. I would really like to see like, the Lego like, actually burnt and crisp and like actually black instead of like actually using black bricks. That would be so cool. You know, oh, that pains me. There are, there are a few people who do that, and it's really cool to see if they do it right. So, Sam. No, okay, Christopher Nolan. Um, <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like any of this. I would say the only mm-hmm. we're gonna go we're gonna go down this rabbit hole. I'd say the only three animators I've actually seen destroy brick, maybe not three, two would be Forrest and Keshin. I think those are the only two I could really see effectively using destroyed. That is. I can't true. think of any other animators that actually destroy their Legos effectively. I, I can't. Those are really the only two yeah. I can think of as well. Um, like. I- I'd destroy I Lepin for a film if I could disguise it as Lego, but mm-hmm. actual Lego, oh, yeah. no. You could. I, I, mean, I would. I can't. Heck, I've toyed around with the idea of doing a Destiny brick film, and they're Megablox Destiny sets, and I hate that game so much, I'll gladly burn them. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, let's not get let's not let Chris go down this good. rabbit hole because he good. talks about Destiny a lot. What, Eleven V Lego. <laughs> um, I'll save it for the brick film then. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think. I mean, otherwise, I haven't seen a whole lot of brick films in the past. You know six months or so besides like fact which we i guess we can talk fact, about in a second yes. um, Hell yeah. i know one per- one person that i've been keeping up with um is my my bud named gus on <laughs> yes i think he's been releasing a video every week which i think is mm-hmm. insane and like with him it's his vfx is like ridiculous oh, yeah. like ridiculously the, good the... um he just released darth vader versus kylo ren Oh like yeah, two that, days that ago. so really so well and done. It's, it's it's super good, and the VFX and CGI is crazy for what he does. And I think he, I think he does a video like once a week, uh, whether it's a Brick Film or tutorial, which he he has been doing like a Brick Film Academy tutorial mm-hmm. series, which I think if if you need tutorials, I think that's a good place to start because he starts off with like lighting and set building, and uh, I don't know if he's done animation yet, but. Um, he he has a whole lot of good content on his channel, so I would check it out if you need um, some good some good learning. It's a good place to start. Yeah, I I know Gus has been he's been putting out a lot of really high quality stuff, and it's it's good to, it it's really cool seeing. Um, I know there's been a couple brick filmers who we've kind of seen a renaissance for, um, or at least not, well not a renaissance but a, a return. Uh, you know because they've been on hiatus for so long or just keeping up with other things for such a long time. Um, like I know, uh, Brotherhood Workshop just recently, uh, popped back up out of the woodwork very recently. Oh, yes. Um, and he's, he is finally back to making content for himself and not increasingly pumping stuff out for the Lego group every, every so couple months. Um, but he has found himself in a return to form with, uh, Lord of the Rings parody films. So it's like, he's been... He's released two, I think, at uh, at the time of the recording of this podcast. I think he's releasing um, an, another one. Yeah, he, he should be releasing another re- one. Yeah, I, I, saw, I think he's he also something on social media. Yeah, yeah, I think he's also taking the same approach as Gus and trying to go for some weekly content. Um, Which is good. Yeah, it's 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 been cool seeing him actually make some original, well, more or less original stuff. Um, stuff that's stuff not that, the you know, we can. Yeah, and and it's stuff that we know he's actually like putting his own time and money into, as opposed to doing it for another company, which isn't a bad thing. But there, there's um, what's the word? There's there's a bit more uh, credibility to it, I think. Um, doing something for uh, your own personal reasons. I mean, you can't so, go wrong with Lord of the Rings animation. Oh no, you can't. Well, I he, say he's having... put a lot of hard work. Oh, good. Oh, I, I was like, yeah, no, you can't go wrong with Lord of the Rings. I say, having not seen any of the films or reading the books. <laughs> are you serious? I Trev. yeah. I'm. Not, I, I'm sure school? you are. I'm not. Aren't you in film school? Are you supposed to like watch films for homework? Isn't that okay. your job? I mean, even I watched Lord of the Rings. Okay, and I don't watch many movies, Trev. Bruh. Marcus is more culture than Trevor is. That's hey, I I played Trevor. I played Lego Lord of the Rings, so I I know the movies. Oh my god! You have to sit there and watch all like the four hours of each film. So what is that? It's actually been, I, it's been very high up on my list. Uh, and I played of, Lego uh, Star Wars, and guess what? I've seen all the Star Wars movies. Yeah, well, so have I. Everybody's seen all the works. Star Wars films. I mean, that's 
that's literally the equivalent of, you know, I haven't read this book for class, but I've watched the movie, so I can give a report on it. That's basically I've what done that, doing. all right? Gosh. I've done Freaking that with Harry. I did that with Harry Potter when I was in middle school. Bro. I guess. You did You did a report on Harry yeah. Potter? That yeah, that's where, that, was, that was your first that mistake. Black magic. Black it's Kansas, man. Good. It's Kansas. Mm. Kansas is. I oh, have, I however, I've, I've actually read The Hobbit. Uh, but I also have not seen those movies either. Okay, so, we're not missing out on The Hobbit. Let's be real. <laughs> that's what I've I heard. Mean, I enjoy the movies, but that's what I've heard. But yeah, like the movies are they're fun, but you know you kind of spoil yourself if you watch Lord of the Rings trilogy and really get attached to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I will keep that. Listen, in mind. so the fact that he's going back to Lord of the Rings uh, parodies. I'm trying to remember when he released his first when I got his YouTube page pulled up here. Uh, I believe it was last uh, week. Not, uh, like, his very first one was, like, oh, seven years ago. yeah. I remember yeah. seeing that as a kid, and I thought that was the funniest thing ever. Oh, it was, wasn't it the, oh, um, was, was, was the one where it's, oh, it's the birthday one? I thought it was the one with was Aragon. One? Aragon? No, it's not Aragon. Aragorn. Aragorn. It's Aragorn. I haven't even seen Aragorn. the movies, and I know these things. Yeah. yeah, it's the one with Aragorn, where he goes berserk and kills all the, uh, Urukai and orcs. Oh, and, yeah. Yes. yeah. The guy's freaking out at the end. I just, <laughs> I think it's so funny that he makes... Aragorn, like the worst person ever, and all the orcs and Urukai are super sympathetic. It's but, just it's funny. You know what I've no I, I actually so see you know a video where Aragorn is just you know being a complete jerk to somebody. As funny as that statement sounds, it makes me feel warm inside. <laughs> I, what I like is that it's a running joke throughout the whole like all of his videos. Like it's during Helm's Deep, his animation, and then one yeah. of the orcs, I think it's orc, yeah, it's an orc, gets up and he just goes for Kevin. And they all run, and then whenever they're at the gates going into Mordor, they, they open, and they're all holding signs that says, For Kevin, for Kevin, for Kevin. Actually, I think it's oh, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry? Is it Jerry? Now I gotta yeah, go check. I think, I think Chris is right. Yeah. I do believe it's Jerry. The animator's yeah. name is Kevin Ulrich, but the... Uh, the I think it was an Urukai that got killed. His name's Jerry. But yeah, I, I know the, the uh, animation. They're walking out the black gate. They're all, For Jerry! For Jerry! For Jerry! <laughs> Oh man, like that just cracked me up. Was it? Kid. Was it Jerry? Oh gosh, we we I'm have to sure. we have to fact check this now. But yeah, no, it's been it's been really nice seeing uh, Kevin. It is Ulrich Jerry. It is Jerry. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> I was about ready to throw down. Dang it, Sam! Minifigure on that bet. <laughs> Sorry, man. So yeah, um, shoot. Who else is there that has uh? released something of, of worthy note within the past couple of months um i mean chris has been banging out animations left and right so a video like every yeah. month golly <laughs> i will say dude is actually do i i take back what i said earlier about there not being like a big 2020 brick film for the year so far dude 100 fits is that bill dude. nothing nothing will overtake it this dude. year <laughs> chris is do we have a dude two in the future I'm very, very much tempted. Oh, wait. So, please. I mean, dude. Dude, eternal. Let's without check, spoiling, let's check the stats. Without spoiling the game at all, in the first game, the locations are all pretty darn similar. You're either on Mars or you're in hell. It doesn't really change that much. <laughs> in Doom Eternal, there's quite a few locations that oh, I thought, yeah. man, I kind of want to brick film this. And if I can take one of the tracks from the Doom Eternal soundtrack, which is just a banger, by the way, yes. and give it the dude treatment on my own... Then I will make a second one. 
Problem is, there is a E2 M1 that someone made a dude version of, and while I think it's kind of funny, it's not nearly as iconic as the E1 M1 version. Yeah, no. So this is all gibberish. I mean, if we ch- if we if we check the stats right now, Dute has six thousand four hundred twenty-five. What views. the heck? I think we Whoa, I what? think we know where where your audience comes from. <laughs> it, it's Doom related. It's Reddit. <laughs> it's Reddit. And Reddit as well. yeah. I dropped off on Reddit. I, oh, I actually dropped it off on the official Doom Discord. Hmm. Oh, you yeah, cheater! <laughs> I mean, I tried the same thing with the Half Life Discord. Uh, so not Half Life Discord, Half Life Reddit. Is it Half Life film? Is it Half Life quite, quite like a well. dead game? Like, you know, I thought that the return of Half Life Alex would be enough to spark up interest, but it wasn't, unfortunately. No. Sadly, I this, I'll quickly wrap up this tangent so we can get back to other people's releases and such. But <laughs> I had a theory that if I would, if I release a uh, video based off of like a recent release, and if I timed it right, I could probably get a crap ton of views. But do it worked. With Half-Life, not so much. So, I'm just going to try another property, see what happens. But, uh, you know, it's just like lightning. Can't always, can't always catch it twice. Mm. Unless you're... You can if unless you're a lightning you're Thor. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> unless you're Thor or a lightning thief. Or both. Boom. Yeah, same like, time. Marvel brick films are really, really easy to, uh... What you call it, just get in views. Heck, we were just talking about this before the show started. Zach Macias is Iron Man, uh... Yeah, I guess it'd be technically an Iron Man video. Yeah, Avengers, Avengers, Avengers Endgame, The yeah. Snap. Okay, that oh, was the yes. title. I could yeah. not remember. But like, that got a crap ton of views, and it's like a short little 30-second clip. 50, actually. I, I only know this because I, I actually do have it pulled up right now because we were talking about it earlier. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I guess I forgot to pull it up again. <laughs> no, I, I actually uh, I, I pray to the film. I, I watch it religiously. Uh, I just I know all the ins and outs of it that, that well. Um, because I've honestly, I would so not be times. surprised. <laughs> I, I honestly, yeah, I, I could see, I could see you falling for that. Everyone's um, got to have a hobby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Speaking, speaking of Zach again, actually, uh, I know I, I, am looking through, uh, I'm, I'm not super active on my own, uh, brick filming channel. Uh, but I, I'm much more active on my own personal channel that I keep a lot more private. Um, but I'm I'm looking through my liked videos here on this uh, on my on my actual brick filming channel, and uh, I forgot he did the uh, uh, a marriage story spoof with uh, Ray and oh, I forgot oh yeah that. and him just killing the yeah. killing the <laughs> what were they called again I forgot what they're called porgs 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 yes porgs <laughs> I was like it started with a P I literally had that set like right there. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Under yeah, you me. have like every other set that came out in the last five mm-hmm. years over there. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I know that was true. that was a. I, I thought that was a really really funny uh, spin on a marriage story, which I which is another one I still have yet to see. I forgot that Zach made that. Yeah. It it, it for me I think it flew into the radar because I hadn't seen a marriage. Uh, a mar- is it a marriage story? No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes. Correct. It's on my list. I just I've been busy. Same here. Well, okay. again, that's a good right. example of you capitalize on the right thing at the right time, and you can get you know a ton of views. Yeah, Zach's been pretty good about that. You need you need to talk that's to him, true. Chris. <laughs> Teach me your ways, Zach. Please. I mean, you're always pretty successful in the Doom mm-hmm. Doom side of things. So. Well, I know Zach really liked that one. Apparently, 
Shoot so for this. Yeah, I can use that, you know, to get to get buddy buddy and figure out how to get views. I mean, um, strengthen uh, the community of brick filmers and animators, of course. Yeah. Right. Oh, yes. of course. right, right, right. Yes, yeah. of course. Oh, of course. Oh gosh. Of course. <laughs> so, um, so this is a topic I'm pretty sure everybody wants to talk about. Pants a hat. Yeah. Just start. Yeah. That real quick. About that. Um, so, what do you guys? In- what I say, Trevor? What do you think? Well, okay. So in 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 the time that we have been uh, off the air, Pantsahat has brought his videos into a very a very new vein uh, in terms of his uh, how his content is starting to roll out. Um, he's shifted away from doing more of the. Uh, Brick film related stuff, and he's he's focused a lot more now on kind of integrating uh, other action figures and um, non Lego elements into his work. Um, and I I know I'm I'm not in this camp alone when I say this, but I I feel like it kind of hasn't been for the best for him. Um, um, I wouldn't say it hasn't been for the best. I think he's he's still getting views. I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say. But he's losing views. He's not. I just think a lot of his OG fans are a bit confused on what yeah. direction he's going. Like I know personally, I haven't been the biggest fan of the direction he's taken his stuff in. Um, I'm I'm fine with like him being as edgy as he's trying to be, but just not necessarily in the way that he's executing it. Um, granted, I can't knock the guy for trying anything new. Um, I think you know a lot of the brick filming universe needs that these days. Um, because nobody, nobody likes stale bread, so why would you like a stale brick film? Um, it wasn't stale. <laughs> no. It was good bread. And then <laughs> it, was, it was good white bread, and then he turned that it was into your wheat. First mis- that was your first That's... mistake, was white bread. You, you should have okay, been using... Okay, here's the thing. It was more like a sandwich, but he keeps removing an ingredient every time, and now it's just a loaf of bread. He takes out the pickles. And he's just reposting the same loaf of bread. Like... I'm looking at the films here, trying to figure out where this all started. I th- I want to say it started with If Anime Was Lego, which was pretty funny, and it was definitely a pants hat film, but it seems like with each successive film, he keeps removing something that links back to what he used to do. Like, uh, some other good titles that he's done. Lego Thomas the Tank Engine, but it's an anime. Hilarious. <laughs> Time Cruisers. We talked about the podcast. Hilarious. Uh, there's gotta be several that Trev's mentioned already. Trev is a big Pants of Hat fan. I am yes. a massive Pants of Hat fan. But, uh, I think right around, like, like at McDonald's, but you broke. Okay, that's kind of funny. You're out to 7-Eleven. I'm seeing a pattern here. Right about with, after you watch Joker, most of the Lego is gone. A lot of non-Lego elements are there. And I don't know how to say it's not sounding nice. I'm just gonna f- just go, uh, full in with it. Pants Hat is just trying to appeal to the weeb demographic. <laughs> yeah. I said oh, it. No. There we go. He fits oh, in. Like Jared's... I saw these guys earlier. He fits in uh, Trevor's that? demographic. What? Oh. This is, no this is, this is oh. not true. I'm just kidding. He's not a weeb. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. As, as, a, as a dude who hangs out on a lot of animation servers and has to put up with a lot of weebs running around... Trev is pretty tame compared to a lot of these people. Again, what's annoying is they will link me Pants a Hat past after you watch Joker. Be like, hey, Chris, look, they, they make the anime films out of the Legos, ooh, woo. And I'm like, 
That's the sound of a shotgun, uh, by the, the way. The fact that they said uwu. Yeah. The Doom GIF. Listen, you're not allowed to call this the pinnacle of brick filming. It may be funny, it may have some fun elements, but Pants has been slowly removing the brick out of brick film, and now it's just kind of like a weird conglomeration of animation that's kind of funny. I mean, I'll give the guy credit for trying new things, but it's just a lot of hit and miss. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will not forgive, though, is trashing the Master Chief and Master Here Chief gets bullied over his waifu because we stand the Chief. The dude freaking stopped the Flood and the Covenant. The only people who make fun of Master Chief are Spartan Palmer, and nobody likes Spartan Palmer. So there, I've said it. Can we move? I think my audio now is peaking. Let's, can let's, we move on? Let's take a step back. Let's let's keep going before I have an let's aneurysm. Let's that we're not we're not trashing mm-hmm. Panzer Hat. He he's great yes. at what he does. He's Save a great me. animator. He appeals to his community. He has a certain fandom, and they love him, and that's great. We're just not huge fans of the recent yeah. animations. We're not knocking the. We're hoping the animations are really good. It's just what he's animating is not not yeah. our cup of not our yeah. cup of tea. And as the Brits we, would say, "Yeah, we we're, good we're hoping that he." We good. I well, mean, the guy can evolve as he wants. It's his animation. But I think, just in general, as brick filmers, you know, we're kind of losing a bit of interest. Yeah, we're, I, yeah. we're I am, hoping I eventually. I'm actually that... mad about the Master Chief. <laughs> we're we're hoping that uh, uh point being get ba- he gets back on the right path and or so to speak and can kind of have a, a more more of a true return to form. Um, I mean, if he know. enjoys what he does, animating the figures instead of like the like Lego minifigures, yeah. then that's all up to him. Yeah, yeah. that's up to him. That's, yeah. It's a free, mm-hmm. it's free will. It's his, it's his world. He can do yeah. what he wants. It's his channel. I don't care. Um, he makes money off it. Did you guys see how much? I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not a, money off the not the best person. change he has that. made though since uh, since doing this new string of videos is his new profile picture because he has the Yankee with no brim on his his sick fig and. As a as a fellow memer, I, I respect that heavily. I don't um, get it. I anyways. don't get that. That is new. I mean, <laughs> I will say it. I I hope he gets like a job at like Stupid Buddy or somewhere or like an animation studio somewhere in the world because I think he really has a a whole lot. Yeah. Of oh time. yeah, I agree. And especially totally does. Especially, I, it may it may be like a uh, a job real kind of thing to expand his animation career into the action figures realm. Or whatever. I don't. I don't know. It may maybe him experimenting or something. So, um, hopefully, he gets like a big animation job somewhere because he, he can he can work with a lot of different toys and uh, a lot of different things. And he, he he's really good at what mm-hmm. he does. So I'm not trying to knock his knock knocks knock his boots knock or whatever. Knock his block off. That the, doesn't the, work. Knock yeah. his block. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're not punching pants a hat, but okay. No, um, we don't want to. We don't want to abuse anybody. That's we don't. The the Frame 100 podcast is not condoned violence. Um, all right i got one more brick animated format i got one more i can't remember if we talked about this yet or not but uh penta's history video did we talk about that yes yes mm. we did talk about it uh no we we sorry we we, we didn't we talk did about that i'm saying yes we can talk we about, want it. To talk about it. it i'm talking about yes we should we should talk about that because it's a great okay. video his his it, it's his magnum opus his history until, videos until right taco now. trouble too so did you guys since we're on this topic did you guys ever own the studio sets that we're gonna (sighs) oh i wanted it so badly i i think we're all in that category of well we wanted it but our parents wouldn't buy it or a or b or c we 
just were too young yeah. to yeah, have. Yeah, that that was because uh, I, I I came out what early two thousand. Yeah, 2000s? yeah. Two, I think two thousand one, I believe. I believe. Yeah. Well, no, I think it was uh, two thousand to two thousand two, if I remember uh, the facts that he was spitting throughout the video, um, <laughs> or it was two thousand to two thousand three or something I, like I'm that. I'm like, yeah. we. I feel like we. I'm like three or four we, we years need old. To go, so we need to go rewatch that like, because we don't even know the own uh, the dates of the thing. Well, yeah, I ended up on Trick Set here quickly. I'm kind of curious on like how he got the the all those like archived videos, you know? Well, he Penta has yeah. contacts. Yeah. He has a lot of contacts he can he can talk to and yep. gather information because there's I love the the interviews that he had. Yeah. And I think what he's a great book film journalist if that if that job ever existed. <laughs> Uh, he's a guy that loves to go out and get the mm-hmm. truth, and I, I really appreciate the the hard work that Pinto went into with this video. I mean, what? It's an hour oh, long. Yeah. yeah. I mean, already this is like a freaking documentary you submit to a film festival or you give it to Netflix. <laughs> they put it on there, and we can watch it. Screw at any Tiger point. King. I want Brick Film Netflix History up there on Netflix. Let's like. That's right. Where is that Netflix <laughs> show? <laughs> That's what I want to know. That's a great yes. show idea. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's funny because like Jared said, you know, like I would have been I would have been like between you know one and three years old at that time. So <laughs> I was, was literally born. I literally was born at the same time that Studios was born. But like even then, I still felt nostalgic for the sets. Like it's it's a very weird thing. Like I know I didn't grow up with the Sam Raimi Spider Man films really because again I was an infant. I was I was too small to even understand what Spider Man was. Um, well, funny enough, there are studio sets for that. Yeah, exactly. So there's there studio is. sets that for is... that. But it's like I still, you know, I look at those I actually, and I'm like, dang. I actually I own some of them. I own some of the, Star- oh, or the uh, Spider-Man sets. I was, I I was six, I think, when the uh, studios stuff came out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I have that in my... There we go. But yeah, I was six. The beauty... So yeah, I was six when it came out, and I was super excited, but my parents couldn't afford it. And it, when I was a kid, mm. I was like, that's stupid. Just make more money, stupid. But now that I'm older, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Because there's a lot of stuff I want to buy. and be like, I have a house payment, so I, mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. That's a mood. But yeah. I think I think it's uh, I think it's hilarious how they, I think if I remember correctly, how they talk about how that studio camera that they, they gave you, the webcam that they gave you, was like not the actual quality yeah, of no. the commercials. I thought that was so <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Deceptive. I was marketing. like, that is like that is marketing of the early nineties, two thousand. I think it's hilarious. How it was just like it was like a potato with a lens on it. And then compared to like to like that, you know, uh, as standard definition cameras of the early two thousands mm-hmm. they that they use the film. Well you know if they would I thought that was pretty if they would have done that. What's funny about those cameras is that there are several technic sets from like the early Mindstorms that use it for basic object recognition. That's right. So yeah. the resolution of them is horrible and they're just basically there to make out like some objects here and there. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were ever really intended for good film quality. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it, gave, it did theory. give us a really great line of sets that I, again, even I am super nostalgic for and I did not grow up with those. I didn't get into Lego until I was eight years old, which would have been like four or five years after all the studio sets had come and gone. <laughs> so i th- i think it's like as you grow older and you kind of look more at like past mm-hmm. sets and like on like brick link or like brick set you kind of feel like man i was two at this eight when this came out but yet 
I still want well, it now. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of you start you start to love it, and then you start to uh, whenever you see stuff brick films with that kind of sets in it, or you know even mocks or something, you're kind of like, man, I feel really weirdly nostalgic for this, even though I was nowhere near of age on the box for this kind of <laughs> set. I think it's I think it's kind of a funny. That's just a number. They're required men- to put mental well, thing. I I'm guess. the same way with the adventures. I mean, I just got my first Johnny Thunder. Johnny, yeah, Johnny Thunder. And can yeah, can, like, we, can, we, can yeah. we stop for a moment and, and talk about the fact that again, I I did not grow up in the era of adventurer sets, and somehow I had a Johnny Maybe Thunder before you even did, Sam. Which that just surprises me. <laughs> I because well, see well, that's something interesting. I think. A lot of it, I think we have we had sort of similar upbringings of the way you know our parents bought us stuff and whatnot. But just you mean just, no? You mean yeah, exactly. You mean they didn't. <laughs> like that's so true. A lot of the so studio true. sets, adventure sets. I remember seeing those in stores, and I kind of low key wanted them, but I just didn't ask my parents because they would have most of the time just been like, "Buy with your own money." Yeah. Like what money? I'm five years old. And they're like, "Why are you talking? You're five years old." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I I remember how like, it was. Back in the early 2000s, like, my, my dad did a subscription to, like, the Lego magazine, to the catalog, so that whenever I get them yeah. in the mail, I would just look at them, and I'm like, man, it would be really cool if I can get this set, but this looks too expensive, so I'm not going to even ask, and then I didn't really collect Lego until, Same. like, the recent years, which you guys, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can obviously see Marcus, yes. But... Oh, I thought all those boxes were empty back there. Mm. Uh... <laughs> You can't, you can't see it. Mike shows covering it. Mark, Mark is looking like a Lego YouTuber. <laughs> For real. <laughs> what he's looking like. Uh, Just so two Marcus is what you are right now. <laughs> but yeah, I know, oh. um, I know like I, we have a family friend who I know um, did own a couple of the, the Raimi Spider-Man studio sets. And um, there was a, there was a time where I like, I was over at their place and I was just messing around with the Lego that they had. And I saw that and I was like, my, my first reaction was, how much do I need to pay them for them to give this to me? Dude. <laughs> because I, this is such a good figure. Um, and I, I mean, think, just the sets in general are amazing. So, so I think I actually have one of the sets, actually. Or not the set, but like, I still have one of the minifigures. It's the, it's when Spider-Man in the, was like trying to uh, go after his uh, uncle's killer. Oh, yeah, I have that in, one. In the like wrestling suit? Yes. Yeah, that yeah. One. I have that one. So, oh man, I'm trying um, to see if I can find it now. Getting back to uh, Penta's video, um, I found in the video. But see, that's the magic of that video. Um, I did. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Sam. But that's the magic of the video. Is like you know, it it was a. It's it's triggered all this nostalgia from us. Yeah. Um. Because it's that good. So what? As I said last week, I'm working on like a monster mini or monster video. Uh, right now, in between Ace Brickman, and ever as soon as I watched that, and I saw him kind of talk about the classic horror, uh, that horror video that people made with like the classic monster uh, studio stuff, it kind of sparked mm-hmm. me to want to try and do that. And I think that's, and I, I agree, I agree with you, Trev. I think that's what it is: is you see that, and it kind of brings back some nostalgia, and then you want to live that nostalgia again. You know what I mean? And I think that's what's happening <laughs> here. I I will, I would take your point one step further. I would say that even in not most, it depends on the channel. But most brick films that I see, like probably like the Silly Pinta or um, even some older channels that use like even let's go with Zach. 
uh, like some of Zach's older videos have like these certain figures or certain parts that remind me of like the nostalgic sets and nostalgic um, themes. And I think like it kind of it's kind of like the same thing with with you know uh, Penta's Penta's documentary that we kind of feel nostalgic seeing both that and also like brick films that have those pieces and like like seeing like a Johnny Thunder and someone's video instantly brings me back to you know uh, the Lego Adventures line or something like that and it sends me on a BrickLink tangent or an eBay tangent of how much for all these sets because <laughs> oh, so literally right as we speak right now I'm on eBay looking at Lego Adventures sets sealed <laughs> sealed oh dude that's this that's, is oh this is yeah. what happens to us we're we're all just excessive nostalgia uh, seekers. <laughs> Let's one note of nostalgia. I don't know if you guys ever saw this or played it or not, but do you remember that they had a Lego Studios game on Lego's website yeah. way back when? I yes. don't. Okay, I, I do not. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking. I think you forced me to play it at one point, and I did play it for a little bit, and it was pretty fun. No lie. Did I? Was it Backlot? Yeah, you game? did. I don't. I don't remember. I think you sent me a link to it. It was like the one. It was like the 2D animation one. It used the arrow keys to move left and right across the screen i don't remember it was like in the mummy or something like that i don't i forgot what it was. oh wait it was because i sent two of the old adventurers games to sam so yeah. he could get up on some johnny thunder lore yeah <laughs> sorry about that yeah well there's a lego studios one it was this big 3d game which at the time was big because 3d graphics just weren't a thing and it was based on all the studio sets so you saw all the sets all over the place and beginning mission was to go find johnny thunder's gear as an actor and I remember playing that game thinking, man, I want all these studio sets. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to. And the one specifically on the coffee level, you had to go get coffee for uh, everybody in the studio. And they had the bank, the set with the bank and the TNT and the getaway bike. Oh, yeah. I remember looking at it going, I want that set so bad. <laughs> well, now I have it. I managed to get off of, uh, I think it was Mercari, actually, for about 30 35 bucks. Dang. Which was fantastic. So, so now... God bless Mercari. Mercari's amazing. So now what I want to do is, you know, if there's a nostalgia for these sets and I have some of them, maybe I can make up for some lost time by using them in some animations. Do you it. Know, the style of, you know, I see what you Penta, did Zach, Macias, my, my, uh, Mini Life TV, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact, I actually just remembered. Um, there is a kid that was friends with my brother. He's a doctor now, which is scary. Um... But he owned all of the studio sets, all the adventure sets, all the studio sets, and that's all his parents would buy him. And I'm really, really tempted to ask his dad, who's still the doctor here in town, and like his his dog's friends with Ned and, you know, that kind of thing. And I really want to ask him one day, be like, hey, do you still have your son's Lego sets? Can I buy them off of you? And then I will hopefully get a lot of stuff if they still have it. There's no harm in asking. Do it. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not like he needs the money, but I thought I might ask him because I already tried to get my one of my cousins uh, all the all of his adventure sets, and he sold all of them because he's a big old dummy head. I'm just kidding. I love you, cousin. Um, But like, hey, we're professionals. We have standards. But like, it's making ask to pay for Lego, not freeload. So. Mm-hmm. Like Penta's video is making me like everybody said, it's making me want to go back and buy those sets for my childhood, and that includes some of the sets. Like I remember, I found my brother's uh, original Slave One from uh, not original, but it's the Jango Holy Fett crap. Slave One from Episode Two, and very expensive. And I bought. I remember, God, I just dest- I destroyed that thing when I was a kid. I didn't even think, 
And so I found it in my brother in our attic at uh, my mom and dad's place, and I've been trying to fix it up into, so I can give it to him. Uh, I don't have the Jingle Fet anymore because somebody I gave it to somebody. Shame. Shame. Oh, I'm sure if you want to sell a kidney and maybe a lung, you can get one off of BrickLink. Yeah, but Dude, but yeah, it's like it's it's making me find like want to get these old sets, and I just feel like it's dangerous for my wallet, but good for my heart. Because I mean, I'm only 24. I'm only 24 for <laughs> you. You that, summed up Lego like in in a in a very concise silence. It's very true. That should be their tagline: Lego, for your dangerous for your wallet, good for your good, good for, for your, your heart. heart, good for your heart. Oh my! Gosh. I'm pretty sure that's like Cheerios' tagline, honestly. <laughs> Bad for your wallet, good for your heart. Yeah, I think that fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works. I just hope none of our parents Lego? are listening. Like, you guys should be buying things like rent and, and insurance. No, we want mm-hmm. Cheerios. Like actual adults. Ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, I'm buying Lego because it's dangerous. <laughs> what Sam said. It's, it... I bought an apartment off Bricklink. Uh. Mm-hmm. I'll be here next week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, thanks, Penta. Uh, yeah. Your, your really, really in-depth uh, breakdown of the old studio sets has gotten us all to go bankrupt i hope you're proud of yourself i hope, I hope you're, you're also, happy i'm also gonna it's throw, all part of the plan i'm also gonna throw out a quick shout out to uh pinta and williams podcast because they're making me really examine my my animations because they go back and look at older animations with their guests and i've gone back and look at a couple of them and they're just so good and it's stuff i slept on when i was a kid and so now i'm like really into it so i gotta give he's helping he's helping me with just not with just older lego but actually making me watch older animations so penta you keep doing you man william you keep doing you man everybody else absolutely you, you everybody else you. just you do yeah. you everybody just stay mm-hmm. being you and i i think that's one of the nice things about the um the uh fact that you know we're all stuck indoors and everything is this this interaction and collaboration between people has really helped for uh all of us to kind of stay focused on you know creating more somebody creates something and inspires another person to create something in that same vein they bring something new to the table and that in turn inspires other people to do other stuff and it's this really cool cycle that i think we've been seeing um really come full circle nowadays um with just how much everybody's trying to work on making things so it's very neat um i'm really happy i'm actually even though quarantine's been we talked about this last week but i know quarantine's kind of sucked for everybody but i actually haven't hated it that much i mean it hasn't changed my day-to-day life and it's helped me focus on my animations with my mock like i've been trying to get into mock building so i can't say anything bad about quarantine but i mean it may not be the same for all of you because, I mean, y'all live in, I just said y'all. That kind of shows where I'm at. Um, it kind of, no. it kind of, sh- oh, sorry, go ahead, Chris. I'll say, I think we're all sort of in similar positions. I mean, granted, it hasn't been easy. I think we'd be lying to ourselves if we said that, you know, there was no inconvenience and no problem. I do, I do agree with Trev. It's allowed us to grow as a community, grow with our talents, you know, focus our endeavors and efforts. I, I think of all the v, the VCs that we have had, I can't think of how many we've had since this whole thing started. And we have all gotten so far ahead in our animations. 
thinks it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've er, er, we've even at least lining, prompted people to know. animate on days that we originally weren't planning on doing it. Yeah. Um, even if you had to bribe them. <laughs> oh my god! Even if you eat, I want to tell the story yeah, so bad, him. Trev. But I'm gonna wait on your timing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, does anybody have anything else they want to discuss, or are we good? I mean, are, do we have anything else? Marcus, Trev, Jared, Chris, nope. me, nope. Ned. I think we can. I think we can Ned, end it do off. Do we have last minute epiphanies? She's asleep. Okay. Ned, no, you can't, you no, can't no, even no, just Ned. bark, Ned, just once. Hmm. No, she just had surgery. She's a little drugged right now, so <laughs> okay, she's that's fine. Fair. Frey 100's mascot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'll post a pic. We'll put it on the uh, on the Twitter page so everybody can see our mascot. Hey, there we go. <laughs> so yeah. So thank, anyways, thank you everybody for uh, joining us for another episode of the Frame 100 podcast. We're excited to keep rolling these out to you. Um, I thought Chris was doing the outro. He always, he's the one that. Well, brought us in. I decided like to take over. Outro. So deal with it. Do you even have the script? It's, it's because it's because Trev likes to interrupt people. That so is true. Yes. That's all right. Ouch. So fine, Chris, Chris, take it away. Take us out. I'm <laughs> I, I'm the one with the script here. I mean, I make this up off the top of my head every time. Don't I mean mention yes. our plat mention our we platforms? Don't, we don't have scripts. I will. In the script that Good. I don't have. Got to make an antidote here on. Thanks for. Li- <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Right, go ahead. There we go. <clears throat> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Frame 100 podcast. If you have any thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today, please leave us a comment or tag us on Twitter with hashtag Frame 100 Podcast. We'd also like to thank Lots of Toast for the awesome theme music. Go check out his channel and please support his work. If you want to hear more from us, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, or by visiting anchor.fm slash frame100. Until then, stay tuned for our next episode, and keep brick filming.